0: Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'll be quick. Uh, this is episode 248 of Fofop, and a podcast that shouldn't exist. And now that I have four podcasts, the one that I probably should just get rid of, but I love this podcast so much. Uh, I don't I don't try to play favorites, but this is kind of my favorite. I love uh, the opportunity it's got given me to get to know so many people and create work with so many people. Uh, the nature of this podcast has meant that uh, instead of having a different guest every week, quite often I have the same guests and it means that I get to build a relationship and an ongoing story with that particular guest, people like Daniel Soss or Jen Kirkman or Dave Anthony, of course, Gareth Reynolds, uh, Justin Hamilton, Lindsay Webb, you know, people who have been regularly on the podcast and uh, Felicity Ward, Celia Bacola uh, become uh, characters in my world and in my life and uh, have got to uh, share their stories, but also feel like I've created something with them. We have our own mini podcast, you know, and, I don't know how many times I've done the show with Matt Kirshen, but I love doing the show with Matt Kirshen. He's been one of my friends for a very long time. And uh, the capacity for us to work together is never... I mean, we've done set lists together and we do shows together. And in fact, one of the reasons I'm doing a little intro here is because we're doing a show this Thursday night at Meltdown uh, called Joke Thieves that Matthew hosts uh, that we talk about in this uh, episode. Uh, Four comedians do material in the first half and you are paired up with the comedian in the second half. Uh, You need to uh, replicate in some way. Uh, what they did, what their material was. It should be a great show. So you get to see the people do their act in the first half and then replicate somebody else's act in the second half. I've never done it before. Sounds terrifying, so I said yes. Uh, So that should be fun if you're in L.A. this uh, Thursday night. If you're in L.A. Friday night, uh, um, I'm doing a show at the uh, Comedy Lab at the L.A. Improv, uh, which is a smaller room, a really fun show. Uh, There on uh, Friday night and then Saturday night, uh, Sovereign Sire... There wasn't a pause there for any reason other than I took a drink. Uh, I realized when I'm the only person talking. I did think for the 250th, because I've been trying to think about what should I do for the 250th. I can't do something big. We did the big 200th at Meltdown, and we just did the big live show in Melbourne for Tofop. So, which is, you know, when to- we do those live shows, they're kind of Tofop, Fofop shows anyway. So it felt a bit weird to do something. So I don't know what I'll do. I might, maybe I'll try to do like a multi-guest department show. Um, you know, maybe get... Uh, you know, Dave and Gareth and Jen or like, you know, today's guest, uh, Matt Kirshen, uh, or somebody like that, you know, uh, or maybe I was thinking that I could do a solo fop, you know, like uh, one by myself and maybe get people to ask questions and I could go through and I can answer the questions, but you know what, then when would I drink and like pause and stuff? So I probably won't do that. Let's do one with friends instead. So speaking of friends, uh, Matt Kirshen, oh, so Sovereign Side. this is what I was going to say. Sovereign Side was a guest on uh, my roast recent uh, philosophy episode. Uh, when you're hearing this, probably, and uh, she's brilliant, and uh, she's an adult actress, but also a stand-up comedian, and she does a show on the Saturday night, uh, at the Steve Allen Theater. I'm doing that show. I'm reading out uh, creepy messages she she gets sent from people, creepy fan mail and stuff. That should that sounds fun, right? So, uh, you can come and see that show. Uh, otherwise, you can donate to our Patreon page at patreoncom uh, slash tofop. Uh. That uh, we really appreciate everybody who has uh, contributed so far. Um, uh, To give you an indication, uh, you know, (laughs) uh, we don't make money out of that or everything that uh, we make out of the Patreon goes back into the podcast. Um, So please contribute, but uh, we are also going to put in some new levels and some new different things. So, uh, you know, uh, if you want to give a dollar or two and you want to contribute, then uh, sign up, do that now. Patreon.com slash Tofop. Uh, If you want to wait for a while and contribute a little bit more than that and you're looking for a special membership level, we're going to put up a couple of new ones soon. So, you know, you can wait for that if you would like. I hope everyone's uh, getting their live 100th transcript book. Uh, I, of course, I should mention to people that uh, if you got that book or if you got the ebook, uh, which you can still get on the Patreon page, uh, it is what our uh, transcriber on the night thought uh, we were saying. Uh we had a court stenographer and uh, the transcript is what she thought. So you can actually listen to the episode and also read along to the transcript and they will be a bit different. So that's kind of fun as well. Anyway, so that was one of the Patreon uh, level things that we put the money into. We're off to the LA Podcast Festival. So, uh, We'll have a big show there, so if you are coming to LA and you want to come to the LA Podcast Festival, it's always brilliant. Uh, Charlie and I uh, love being part of it, and uh, we love that they have invited us again, and uh, I think it'll be during uh, when we do Gruen, so uh, I'll probably have to do one of those crazy things where I just fly in and fly out, but uh, if you support us, it helps us do all those crazy things, so thank you very much if you don't want to pay for the podcast. That is uh, totally fine too. That's uh, the way that we've set it up is that we want people to be able to uh, always access the podcast for free. Uh, If you do have some money to support, that's great. Uh, Maybe you have only a limited amount of money and you've prioritized another podcast. Maybe you like this podcast, but you're like, hey, I also like Little Dum Dum Club and I feel like those fuckers need the money more. Then that's fair enough. And I totally get that. And uh uh, you can support this podcast in other ways. You can tell people about it. You can spread it around. You can give it a, a five-star review on iTunes. You can, uh, I don't know, you, all those things. Tweet bits from it. Tell people you like it. When I have guests on the show, make sure you contact those guests uh, on social media and stuff and tell them that you enjoyed them on the show so that they uh, love coming on the show and then they'll come back on the show. You know, there's, there's always something you can do if you want to do a little bit uh, but, um, but otherwise just thanks for listening. Uh, Matt Kirshen, uh, is our guest today. Always brilliant. And, uh, I, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode too. So here it goes. Uh, what am I doing today? I'm putting this one out. It's not Faux Faux Friday. It's Sunday in Australia. I've been, look, it's busy. I've been busy and I'm going to America on Tuesday. And it's just, look, I've been busy. It's been a busy time. But uh, we have a FOFOP. Uh, this is the Friday one. It's Saturday in America. It's not Friday anywhere. But this is the faux-fop Friday. I also today I'm going to put up a tofop. Uh, which is a bit of a toe-fop-fop toe-fop crossover anyway, because it's an episode with uh, Charlie and I and Justin Hamilton as a guest. Uh, so they are both going up today. Next week, or in the next couple of weeks, we're going to put up the live show um, from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And uh, I've got a bunch of really cool episodes of this, plus whatever fun thing I do for the 250th. Uh, all right, I have definitely banged on for way too long. Um, enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. Hello and welcome to FoFOF. I'm Will Anderson, and rejoining me, rejoining me, rejoining me. Yeah, okay, rejoining me. That's okay. I said rejoining me. Re- re- rejoicing, rejoicing. I'm rejoicing <laughs> to have him back, and um, you just
1: slipped into sort of medieval. So and uh, rejoice for <laughs> rejoice. For proclaim a podcast. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verily, on this motto. This is what the this is essentially what the jokers would have done in their downtime <laughs> yes. back in those days. Like, yeah, because you can't be like roasting the king at all times. You have got to no. do something during the week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I do. I do my main gesturing. Right. I do my. I do. You know, obviously, Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights they're the big gesturing nights. Right. That's when I do nights. most of my gesturing. But you know, I've got all this daytime free. Right, Well, It's daytime, so I thought I'd start a podcast. Start a podcast,
0: <laughs> get the word out there about my gesturing. You
1: know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do Snapchat. I don't really understand it yet, but I'm really trying to get, get with
0: it. And you know what? Fill my profile. If there's some work in other kingdoms, <laughs> I mean, if they like what I'm laying down in this kingdom, I'm not saying that I would ever leave. You know, this kingdom, but yeah, I'm just this saying. This is my ho-
1: and obviously, this is where the industry is. Yeah, the industry is right next to the king. Right, like you want to stay in the, you want to stay with the king, but there are a few other. There's some lordships and some serfdoms. You know, just. It's good to get out of town because you can get really... King specific if you stay in this area. Well, I mean, it's I think all you, local.
0: I think you can really become capital specific. You, you know what I mean? Can, like it's yeah. all about, you know, the King's uh, yeah, courtyard. I mean, yes, you kill there. Oh, you kill. But those references won't travel.
1: They won't travel. And you know what? And I, I and I see it happen the other way around. I see people visit and they've got to follow me and I've got all the info. I've got all the local. Right. <laughs> I've
0: got- yeah, I mean, but you got to get, still got to get out there, I think, on the road or, you know, on the path. you
1: got to get, you got the to road, get road, out there. you got there to get out there because
0: to keep it sharp.
1: Yeah, and to have stuff to talk about. Right. You can't just... All your material just ends up about mocking the king right. to the king. It's just disappearing up its own ass. Yeah,
0: and you, you know, really... Like
1: the king does. What an ass. Uh, it's just, I'm doing it again. I can't help it.
0: I mean, it is the classic playing to the back of the room. <laughs> it is. So...
1: The back of the room being where the throne is.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume the jester... I don't know where the jester did his gear, but I assume the way the courtyard is set up... Oh no! I guess not, because the king would have to have the best view, right? So where would have the jest would have the jester got in front of the king, and there everybody else would have wa- watched politely from behind, or would it be in the round? Well,
1: I don't know, because I was just thinking of what the setup would look like, but then I realised I've taken it exclusively from Blackadder series two,
0: right. Well, I mean, so just
1: picturing, but I assume Miranda Richardson. I
0: assume they did their research, so yeah, you can extrapolate. They have to, legally, they have I to. I mean, have done you that. can't get something on the BBC right without <laughs> having it being historical facts. That's the thing about Blackadder that's so impressive, the is how historically years accurate. Years of research is. that went yeah. into
1: each episode.
0: That's why they only did a few. Everyone's like, "Oh, why did they only make like six every two years?" Well, because well, they long needed it took a PhD. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a- <laughs> right. Um,
1: yeah, I think. Well, then I'm thinking Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and Blackadder are my two conflicting layouts of
0: okay. royal court. Well, imagine you're in like a Game of Thrones style court. You're on that, you know, the the throne. The Game of Thrones throne. Uh, what is it called? The Iron Throne or whatever I it is. I feel like that... it
1: is then kind of in the round because the king's at one
0: end. yep, And they'll be
1: in the big chair or throne as it's otherwise yep. known. And then you've got, you know, you've got the sort of the hand of the king and a few other. Right. You know, advisors and maybe
0: brothers and that kind of thing. Cronies, so, entourage, yeah. et cetera. Plus I, ones.
1: Like the top table at a wedding.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. you got
1: you got, like, the immediate family, the best man. Yeah.
0: Turtle, drama. Yeah, exactly. A, They're yeah. all up there. They're all up there.
1: And then you've got the rest of the people sort of out front.
0: So what? Where's your jester performing then?
1: I reckon your jester is in the middle of that, in front of the king. And if I, I'd say a good jester would probably... Play to the king, but throw to the audience.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: That's what I would do. I, I, I'd go like, I think, I, you you, try, you keep the most eye contact with the king and you always make the king feel special. Right. Because that's like the CEO of the company. Right.
0: If you're doing, in the corporate that you're doing. It's like, like every day it's a corporate when you're the jester. Right. Uh, and you've been told you're allowed to make fun of the king. But yeah. there, there is probably much like that. I imagine like they didn't just like, get, go, get out there and make fun of the king. There would have been a list of yeah. guidelines, I imagine, right? Like...
1: Like, you can mock his golf swing a bit.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know what? He's fine with the fat stuff, but he's really sensitive about the dead wives. (laughs) 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 If you could (laughs) could just steer clear from the dead wives and more just, you know, like there's some other stuff. wives two and four. Like, they're the (laughs) (laughs) two or five. Weirdly enough, he doesn't mind jokes about gout. Yeah. Just, I mean, g- knock yourself out on gout. Because gout's come from living a good life. Right. He's proud of his gout. Yeah. He's uh, out and proud. He's gout and proud.
1: G- <laughs> gout, I reckon gout's probably one of those things that, you know, when you there are certain things you can criticise a town for, but it's not really criticise that they don't... Like, you can go to any town in the country, or in the world, really, and tell them that they drink too much, they party too hard, and there are bits of their town that feel dangerous to walk through. Cause they all make people go like, yeah we do. Right. And Yeah, yeah, we're a bit we're a bit scary. You know, oh, l- l- watch out. Newcomer, visitor.
0: Right. There's shit here that can fuck you up.
1: Yeah. And you can go like, oh you go you people drink to an unhealthy,
0: dangerous, and unpleasant level. Like, Woo
1: Send him a shot. Now are and you I talking about regional
0: gout. towns or are you talking about island in general? <laughs> <I'm>
1: talking- <laughs> <laughs> and like I think there probably is not a town in the world, right. except maybe out in the Western world, that you can't go to and suggest that they drink too much. What about? In,
0: what about? Is there somewhere in Salt Lake City that you think? Okay, that yeah, there probably
1: are. Like you guys have got a real caffeine problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you with your right. macchiatos.
0: <laughs> um. It's interesting, isn't it? Gout, I think, is you're right. It's like one of those things where you're just like, well, I've, I, I look, I can beli- I do believe you can get gout from reasons other than overindulgence, yeah. but it does always imply overindulgence.
1: It does, and I don't. Although even know Harry Kuehl,
0: yeah, well, it can't be completely that because Harry Kuehl, the um Australian like uh, football star, soccer yeah. star, uh, Harry Kuehl, he uh, missed a World Cups. Final, or maybe not a final, but like a qualified, like in the World Cup, because he had gout.
1: Right, and Harry Hul,
0: like he was a pretty good athlete, and pretty he good athlete, but still he did gout.
1: He was an Australian athlete, so he was still existing exclusively on red wine and lamb. Still,
0: <laughs> was, I mean, it's hard to miss a, like a, a final at the World Cup for gout. gout. I mean, if Maradona missed for gout, you'd be like, okay, okay yeah, no, I get it. But like an actual athlete guy. That's not on your list of things you probably thought you would be out. Although um, I think that uh, uh, maybe this is defamatory if I'm getting the wrong cricketer, but uh, Shoab Akhtar, uh, who is a a fast bowler, uh, I believe he once missed a game for herpes or chlamydia or (laughs) like, yeah, something. Oh, genital warts. Genital warts? Genital warts. (laughs) Out, genital warts. Hang on. How does that even stop you from being able to play? Well, I imagine it's like, I mean, he was running in really quickly. And, you know, I mean, those warts would throw off your gait at bare minimum. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you're not normally used to, I guess they'd rub. and I mean, I guess you could wear a box, like a batting box to bowl with as well. There must be
1: some kind of way of harnessing it, keeping keeping everything kind of... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm very proud game. to be able
0: to say I've never had general warts and I don't know like how they manifest. But like, yeah, missed the game. Out. Like,
1: isn't it just it's like a, like a verruca,
0: Isn't it like it's like a... Well, maybe the other people did. Uh, maybe the others just <laughs> didn't want to shower. With how were they after playing the cricket? <laughs> like, what were they doing? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe just general warts is a thing that you, you they say don't be active. Maybe you have to rest. Yeah, maybe you have to. You, you, rice, you know, you have to rest, ice, ele- whatever, <laughs> something and elevate. Oh, whatever thought, the other sea is in oh, rice. Oh, okay, I thought I you meant, like, it meant. put it
1: in rice, like, when you, oh, like, your like when you get your iPhone wet.
0: <laughs> Maybe just, you like, do. Maybe you have to, like...
1: <laughs> and just the extra weight of that rice was throwing off his bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I've got to get my nuts back in my sushi.
1: <laughs> have you seen... Uh, it, it's played perfectly seriously because it was a local news report and oh. it was somewhere in, I'm going to say Texas, but it was somewhere in the South and it was a pageant, like a pony dressage kind of pageant for young, uh, uh, young girls, like sort of probably the, the competitors might be 10 to th- between 10 and 15.
0: Hang on, So when you say a pageant. Do you mean like a an equestrian horse event? Like an equestrian horse event, okay, yeah. So you, don't, of... you don't mean like a beauty pageant? No, I mean... They weren't they were dressing a... horses up as like, you know, little girls and... Because, to be honest, I would that like would to see that. That would perfectly plausible. Tiny horses <laughs> every... dress the girls, like, in a pageant. There's every... Or little girls on tiny little horses. <laughs> well... Both here... dressed up. I'll tell you what's as more fun. popular characters throughout history. <laughs> Sunny and sure. Okay, go on. You
1: wouldn't even need to do that much. Right. Um, I'll tell you what's even more fun though than dressing girls and horses up in a pageant Uh and that is watching a news report of a situation where there was meant to be an equestrian event but the town was suddenly hit by a case of horse herpes which I didn't realise is a thing so all of the horses and ponies were quarantined so they had to do the whole thing on a hobby (laughs) horse. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hang so, on what
1: not kidding for a second so there's footage of all these girls doing that they're like well the show must go on right. so they're doing their dressage routine on, on a hobby a horse. Wooden horse on a wooden horse on a, basically a stick with a toy horse's head on the end <laughs> 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 they're just like they're just skipping around this paddock <laughs>
0: I mean, if only that happened at the Kentucky Derby. If only. I mean, that's, okay, firstly, that's brilliant already. And I admire those girls and their show-must-go-on attitude. I <laughs> right. think that's absolutely brilliant. And, you know, that's that's the future of America is in good hands, in hands that are just like, well, you know what, America, we can just pretend we're still number one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's make equestrian great again because our horses have herpes. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the one thing that's still yet to come out in Charlie Sheen's revelations. Like, <laughs> it feels herpes. like it's all done, and he's going, "Okay, I might have fucked one horse as well." Yeah. So, <laughs> how did you get horse herpes? Just, just don't ask. You know what? Like, you, it was a big. It was
1: like, anyone can get it. Anyone. A lot of people actually have horse herpes without yeah, even realizing it. They just it. don't
0: know it. They just, just don't manifest. Don't, just horse herpes. Yeah, exactly. You might have had. You might have horse herpes. Do you ever brush your hair a lot? That's a, that is actually a sign. Yeah. yeah, you ever count things out by stamping <laughs> it? You may have horse herpes. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Doing a new Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> like, if you, <laughs> you know, you if have, you can't wear your saddle for more than ten minutes, you, you might have, have horse,
0: horse herpes. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been having Mr. Red And you've been having Mr. Head You might have Horse herpes Good bit uh, Get that on America's Got Talent I like that guy with the horse herpes bit
1: I, I would like to see though Just I would like to see more Animal events being replaced by Just sticks and toys
0: Well I mean this, I think this is The future of SeaWorld as far as you're saying i mean this sea world of obviously yeah. you know people have complex relationships with sea world now because it turns out that, that that charming look into the you know the water and the aquatic life that we thought sea world actually was it's turned out to be some sort of like slave torture fucking you know imprisonment for imprisonment all. for work you know barely above letting people put their dicks in blowholes Yeah. so People still want to go to SeaWorld though and experience the other things that aren't like torture. So yeah. maybe you just get
1: I don't need, I don't need that trainer to be riding on a whale. I'd no. be just as happy seeing that like trainer riding on a whale-shaped stick.
0: Right. I mean track
1: behind a boat. In some ways <laughs>
0: that's more impressive. I would say that's definitely more impressive.
1: Right. Also the Grand National every year, the big British horse race, which is in the eyes of many Animal cruelty. The animals get injured every year, and they animal they, they have to jump over very dangerous and perilous jumps. And I would love to see jockeys have to run. Five and a half miles <laughs> with a stick between their legs.
0: Nothing uh, more amusing, by the way, than seeing a tiny little man with a stick trying to get over a giant fence. Over
1: a 10-foot
0: gap. I mean, that's a great event. You could run that over a week like the Tour de France. It would take Because it'd take them, <laughs> it right? Take it takes week. them that long. Yeah. Getting a lot of tiny guys with, <laughs> armed only with a stick with a horse's head on it. Just get them to go for it. I mean, that's a much... I mean, I'd, I'd lay a bet on that. I would. I would yep. get behind that yeah no I think so I think this is the future but I think all those sort of things like I mean I'd like to see you know I don't think that we should be using animals like I, if they me- remake Milo and Otis I just want to see it with a cat's head and a dog's head on a stick yeah. I mean that's I think that's what we should be doing with all these things I'm
1: also a fan of stupid local events and it's something I'm trying to get into more when I'm on the road like, I was just in Alaska and in fact I managed to see it both both years now uh, I was there for what the, the slush cup which is just outside of Anchorage okay did I t- have I talked about this on the show before? Don't I might know. have done. Tell me. I, well, it's okay. Well, you like it have seen it again
0: so you have a new story.
1: Uh, it's the thing where people in costumes ski down a very steep hill, hit a ramp and try to get
0: across an ice cold lake. I mean, if you have talked about this before, I'm glad that you've reminded me of something <laughs> so beautiful. It is something. So year, what by they, the way, what do they dress as by the way? Like uh well, um, is there a range, or are there themes? Are there they a- reflective of the news? Was there a Trump, or was, or are they kind of?
1: Not only was there a Trump, there were three Trumps. Right,
0: there we go. Okay, so Trumps. now I'm getting a vibe for it.
1: One of the Trumps successfully got across. Yeah, uh, there was one guy <laughs> whose costume was clearly just advertising his friend's pizza restaurant.
0: Okay, sure. Well, that's very Trump.
1: Uh, <laughs> <there's>, um, <laughs> there, there were a couple of fairies. There, there are a few guys in drag. There are a few people. Um, there are a few sort of superhero themed costumes this year, though, it was much worse conditions last year, about five or six people cleared it this year, five or six people fell over before they even got to the ramp. Okay. Cause it was so much more icy sure. at the top, which is entertaining in itself. Cause they still all sort of made it though. After they fell like three or four of them went over on one ski, right. just like, just sort of hobbled up to the ramp teetered over the end and then just dived headfirst into the lake yeah uh, i mean you might as well right yeah, they're like i've paid they, apparently they pay for the privilege of doing this right
0: well it's it's like one of those things where like if you know essentially it's somebody going well look i paid for the hour <laughs> yeah. i might as well have a wank in the corner like, <laughs> <laughs> is it I've is got the room. i think like? it is yeah, yeah.
1: But, icy, <laughs> but icy cold <laughs> almost the
0: opposite of arousal <laughs> Uh, what else did you do when you were in Alaska?
1: Not as much as last time. I didn't... Uh, like, last time we went to the wildlife park, we did a few other things. This time, went to the golf driving range. Like, we I like, had a really active... Really? <laughs> I tried
0: that in a while. It was fun. How do like, you... Was... Do you go all right in golf? I'm Terrible. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would have imagined, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean well, that. Well, fuck you, we'll I mean that with no disrespect. <laughs> Most people are terrible at golf. Golf is a game that it is more common to be terrible at. That is Even true. Even the best players in the world can be suddenly terrible at golf. Like we've seen this recently at the Masters. Like uh, the, I'm not a huge golf fan, but the dude who's been the best golf player in the world for the last couple of years had a bit of a speech, had like a bit of a you know meltdown in the last thing. Right. Adam Scott, who's been at the top, you know, had like Tiger Woods is the best example. Like this was a guy who was on. Stoppable in yeah. the world of golf and then like you know now looks like you can't hit it so yeah and i'm, what very, I'm saying I would say is... i'm
1: probably like very much the tiger woods of golf right so it was after your
0: sex scandal <laughs> yes. that it, things fell apart for you
1: yeah i think that's the problem i just had sex with too many models right and it really threw my game well, it throws your hips out. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah. That and the genital warts. So, like, it's just interrupting my movement.
0: Well, I mean, they both are from the same incident. If you, you know, so that's the thing. But the genital warts didn't stop the fucking. That's the thing.
1: No, it's just, it's a speed bump.
0: Right. You told them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rub it for luck, you said. <laughs>
1: um, but, uh... But that actually was kind of fun. Like it was, it actually was genuinely fun, and it's beautiful because Alaska's beautiful. So there's a driving range with the mountains in the background, and and the reason is from
0: or one of the reasons like, they have these tracks. great, you know, driving ranges and stuff is it, well, as was explained to me at least when, uh, when when I was there doing gigs, uh, is the idea that because of sometimes, of course, they have twenty four hours of sunlight, and there's a lot lot of months where they have like a lot of sunlight, and so. Having things like being able to go to the driving range at two AM or three AM when it's like bright and sunny are things that are very. Oh yeah, handy that hadn't to, even occurred to me. Yeah. But
1: yeah, because of course it's probably a great thing to go to right. after go to after the pub. Yeah, you hammer and just.
0: It, you know, it's bright sunshine. Spend ten dollars on a bucket of
1: golf balls yeah, and
0: smash <laughs> them down the thing.
1: Terribly, yeah. At least at least three or four times the ball actually went backwards for me. I don't oh. know how it can.
0: Yeah, which is a real skill. I mean, is it? Or is it a real lack of skill?
1: <laughs> I'd say it's a real skill. Okay. Well, I say I say that's something that even the finest golfers in the world struggle to do.
0: Right. Yeah, I reckon the word "real" in that <laughs> sentence and the word "skill" are both misused.
1: I would beg to disagree.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've spoken about your like uh, high school sporting career previously, but do have, I think so. Have, have you I told ever... you about the
1: time I managed to score an own basket?
0: In basketball? Yeah. Like, so you ran down the wrong end and, and scored a... How did wh- it happen? Well... Or did it bounce off you awkwardly? No, Because uh, that's what I imagine. <laughs> when we rewrite this into the television show about your life, it's bouncing off your head awkwardly to score the winning goal for the opposition in the last second.
1: Here's what actually happened. I I have a tendency anyway to zone out. Uh-huh. You might have noticed in your years of knowing me. right? Like, I, I... I and... Very much so during an attempted sporting event, because that's not my world. And So I was like, I was daydreaming. I wasn't really that focused. And I'd missed the point where we changed ends and we were now playing in the other direction. And then suddenly the ball got passed to me. And I had the ball and I was near a basket and that never happens. So I just went for it.
0: (laughs) Did it go straight in? Oh yeah, it was a perfect... Did people scream out "no" as you were doing it? <laughs> like, was there a? No,
1: there wasn't even really time for that. I yeah, think it was just more it disbelief. So quickly. Just like, what the?
0: I mean, they were playing zone defense, and you were playing zone out defense. It's not yeah, your fault,
1: was, right? Exactly. So,
0: what happens? What are the repercussions? What do you realize? What, what do you remember the fallout or how you felt? Or There was what?
1: very minimal fallout because okay. this is. This was not a competitive game, right? Like I wasn't playing for the school team, yeah. Which might also come as a shock to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm imagining it's like uh, Rudy, and you like you know the, it's the school championships, but you haven't had a run all season, and you've been like looking <laughs> after the team, like doing the statistics and stuff like that, and it's your chance to. I,
1: I think more, yeah, or just one of those films where uh, an animal ends up playing. <laughs> 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 well, there's a. There's nothing in the rule book that says a five and a half foot kid who can't play the game isn't allowed to play. <laughs> there's there's, yeah, there's nothing here that says a tiny, inept person can't be part of the team.
0: <laughs> I, I like the idea that it's between you and the monkey. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, there's a monkey that can play basketball or there's you. And they're tossing up on the bench of whether they send in the monkey or they like, send in you.
1: On the one hand, the monkey is a much better basketball player. but. On the other hand, it is a monkey. monkey.
0: And this kid and does we have go had- to school.
1: <laughs> yeah, we <So>. have. <laughs> and we have had behavioral issues with a monkey.
0: Right. But again, like most great sports people, it yeah. just comes with it.
1: The better the athlete, the more right. behavior you will excuse. Yeah, exactly. And if that monkey will occasionally become enraged and challenge other humans around the team by... Forcibly ripping off both the face and genitals.
0: Right. Then that's... I mean, like, to be honest, it cleared up the general warts for a while.
1: Right. That, if anything, their other sports were going much better as a result. Absolutely. His bowling technique, flawless. (laughs) Now he's unimpeded by any kind of genitalia. Uh
0: any sports now do you play like i mean do you do anything recreationally like just for fun or for you know are you one of those sort of people because with comedians sometimes like you hear of like games of basketball or like hockey or whatever it is that people like people play football at festivals there's always every festival i go to there's some sort of football game that that's true there's normally in Edinburgh every year there's the critics v comedians football match and uh, I think at Kilkenny they do internationals versus they do the Irish there, and, and in both and cases big, I
1: was guest commentator. Right, <laughs> like yeah. that was my
0: that was my role at both those festivals. Yeah, I think I I think as close as I've come to the game is watching it from the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but so you don't have that in you. You're not like a person who do you have any competition in you? Do you play video games or is there some?
1: No, thi- I get very. <clears throat> I haven't really played video games for a while but I get very obsessive over games for short periods of time like and with things in general I can find myself really I can dive really headlong into a hobby for a short amount of time and get very obsessive and like even just like an iPhone game a simple iPhone game when I download it I'll probably have three days of just obsessively playing it and I'll ruin conversations and friendships because I'll be half focused on this stupid game and then like a day later I'll be like why that was weird why was I neglecting Simon (laughs) <laughs> when, just because I needed to finish that level and I couldn't save it at that point.
0: I have um, played video games yeah. in my time, and I have enjoyed playing video games.
1: You don't have a ga- You don't. Do you have a game console?
0: No. Uh, and I would not know what to do with it because I, for whatever reason, like I understand that games are a big thing, and I, you know. And I understand. The one thing I know for sure, Matt, mm-hmm. is that it's definitely about ethics and games journalism. I oh, understand yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. I understand all these things. But for whatever reason, there's just not that part in my brain that responds to them at all. I just I
1: can't get into it. The culture I do relate to, like I really do like sending
0: horrific, abusive messages to women. I mean, that's the bit I respond to, sure. And that's why I tried, yeah. I, that's why I tried to get into the games. Because so, I had so much in common about the, like, you know, you yeah. know, publishing people's details on the internet and I harassing them to the that. point that they have oh, to move.
1: Threatening them with sexual violence is the best. But I, mean, I just yeah, hate the exactly. fact that I have to then pretend to be into Call of Duty to be able to do that.
0: Do you know right. what I, I mean? The thing that I really enjoy is getting on anonymous, like, you know, uh, boards and then exchanging details about those people and then publicizing to them to the extent that those people have to move jobs and move industries. Who That's doesn't? what I Everyone love. Everyone loves that. But I just can't really get into the gaming side. Yeah. It's you know? just so
1: hard because the games. Yeah. It's a lot of time commitment. They're expensive. Uh, I enjoyed playing Portal recently. That was fun.
0: Uh, what what's portal explain to me what portal is because when I see the advertisements for games so here's the thing that I would say when I see advertisements for games on television I go oh that seems like a fun thing to do yeah but then it's the next most of them I'm also like,
1: I just lost the control like the last game system I was good with was the Sega Mega Driver I think it was called the Genesis over here okay was it the Genesis whatever came after the Master System
0: Terminator was the Genesis <laughs> I think Terminator oh, okay, Genesis yeah, sorry I'm getting mixed up between yeah. films and games of course yeah.
1: Uh and that had like Terminator
0: Mega Drive out next to Yeah,
1: that had a little control pad and three buttons and I was good with that. And then by the time the PlayStation and the Xbox came out and it had the two joypads. It had like the two little joysticks on the control pad as well as the buttons on the top and the buttons right. on the side. I was like, "Uh, it's too many, it's too many things. I've now I've hit my limit. I'm now an old person. I'm now like looking at, "Oh, these kids with their buttons. I don't understand it. I can't do it." I just became an old. I became my mum trying to program the VCR like that. Suddenly, the, that was the point.
0: Oh, I mean, that's why I, I
1: like iPhone games. I think
0: because they go back to being really simple. Right, they're there. Basic games. See, but I can't even get into that, those. I've never played Angry Birds. I've never done whatever, whatever the fuck people are playing. Yeah, I'm not playing it. It's interesting to me because I'm normally such a consumer of the things that, like, this is a massive form yeah, of entertainment. You fall for everything. That, yeah, I'd really do. You do sports. You do TV. I do music. Like, I mean, I'm all a, the things. I'm a sucker. If yeah. you're if you're putting it out there, I'm going to at least experience it to see what it's like. I like the idea of thinking is like you fall for music. I fall <laughs> that for that
1: idiot. Like a like a song's playing, it moves him. I sucker.
0: I, I do fall for music. I sat and watched fucking half of Beyonce's Lemonade on the television last night, like. And it's one of those things where I fell for it, even though I mean i when I say I fell for it, I don't mean that, but I understand that what it is is it's a like a that's a piece of music that is for black women, you know having a certain experience, yeah, that is still you know more broadly for other people as well, but it's not I'm not the target demographic of beyonce's lemonade. Well, I don't know, because we're both immigrants. I mean, that's true. We do hope we do both have an immigrant story. I think we've struggled. And you know what? I've got 99 problems. Yeah. So, you know what? Actually, maybe I do have a lot more in common we with these. We both fuck Jay-Z. Both of us. <laughs> both of us have good hair. Yeah. <laughs> and both of our code names are Becky. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, the thing that I was going to say was because one of the interesting things about that project to me is it's such a person. Well, it's been interpreted as such a personal project. Mm-hmm but it is such a collaborative project because the actual presentation of it, like what everybody are talking about is like yeah, the visuals of it, the sound of it, whatever. Like there's a there's teams of writers and musicians and like I was reading an article today about the, the poet who like, you know, contributed a lot of the lyrics and like, you know, it's more like Beyonce's the director of this Beyonce project, yeah. you know, which again in itself is impressive and to have that vision and to be able to get the right people around. But... So there was part of me that was really seeing the machinery of it, you know, the kind of the marketing machine and the idea of Beyonce there. Mm-hmm. But there was also times in it where I was like, "This is great." You know what? This I'm great. fucking yeah, all right, yeah, all right, Beyonce. I oh, hear yeah. this is pretty fucking brave still, even though the twelve people help you write this bit. I I still think it's <laughs> you're still saying it. You still yeah. made it. But yes, no, I am. I'm a sucker for stuff, but games for whatever reason. Never did it for you. No, and I smoke pot. Yeah, well, I'm home. I'm on the you road fell for all the that. time. You fell for that nonsense. I Nonsens. fell for that. I Could mean,
1: sucking into the demon weed.
0: Yeah, people say it's a gateway drug. I haven't even bought an Xbox. How much <laughs> of a gateway drug can it be? If yeah. it, I haven't even bought have an Xbox, bought, and you don't like listen to
1: Sublime, right? You don't do
0: 311. Yep. I haven't got 311 in my Twitter handle.
1: You don't have any good conspiracy theories that I'd, you insist on sharing with us. I don't
0: fucking tweet at 420 every day. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, come on, guys. It's fine. Love a good. I've got four. Theory. I've got four podcasts though. I think that is a sign of smoking oh, too much yeah. pot.
1: You have to four now. Four,
0: yeah. Because you had your sports <clears> one <throat> that you just started doing. Yeah, so I got uh, to Fop the original tofop which oh, you Corson. separate TOFOP and FOFOP into two separate ones. Yes. So TOFOP's now had 130 episodes. Fop this will be episode uh 247 or something. Okay. So this is its own episode. Its own thing. In fact, it's the biggest thing, faux-fop. Faux-fop, the alternative universe is much bigger than any of the right. others. Then there's philosophy and then there's yeah the AFL one that Charlie and I do, two guys, one cup. Um, and uh, yeah, so four. That's a lot yep. I've realized because here's the thing that I've also realized is it's hard to know what to do with podcasts. As in like if you start a new one, like if I started a new TV show – by the very nature of me starting a new TV show, it would probably mean I'd stop doing my old TV show. Yeah. Not always, but like a lot of the time, that's probably what it means. But with podcasts, you just you, keep doing them. You pick a new one up, but you just keep because you're like, well, when does this end? There's, like, there was no real plan, and now I've got like this one was only a replacement one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't really know. At some stage, gonna- I guess I'm going to have to.
1: We might have to have an intervention at some point, right? Well, I feel like it's he's some... more podcast than
0: man now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably like a day and a half, two days of my week every week, you know, right. to 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 do all that and to you know put in the work that goes around it. So, it's one of those things where, um, yeah. So at the moment, I have four podcasts, and uh, it would be weird to stop doing a podcast. Because there's no reason to be doing it in the first place, so finding a reason to stop doing it is. Yeah, god, that's. Anyway, that's uh, vote, bit... vote on the website. Which of my podcasts? Do you that's want almost to getting see t- a bit too
1: philosophical there. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> we're right, get, we're getting into philosophy territory. There, uh, I'm not a philosopher. You're not. No, well, not a
0: professional philosopher, a prof- but, you know, you're, I'm, well, I'm actually. I'm a bar philosopher, don't get me wrong. And like, I get a few drinks in me, I will philosophize with the best of them. Well, and here's the thing about uh, philosophizing as opposed to philosophizing. It's much like uh, those, like, kind of wedding uh, registrar sort of, like, things you can get on the internet where you can, like, it can be the church of the 15th moon of Jesus or whatever. Yeah. And you can, like, then marry people. It's very much like that to be a philosopher. Oh, I, okay. I, can, I can basically do the paperwork. If we pause now, I can do the paperwork and you can come back and you can technically be a philosopher. In
1: what jurisdictions would I be a philosopher?
0: Or in America. In any of oh, the, that's the whole of the any, US, In Any of the United States of America, excluding Beverly Hills. Uh, Beverly Hills has its own just oh, jurisdiction. Okay. Jurisdiction.
1: Does, does that include like the, the territories like Puerto Rico and stuff and Guam? No,
0: no, okay. only the uh, full voting, fully... Uh, the 50, the yeah, 50 the fift- states. The 50 states. Of the, All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But including Alaska, obviously. Okay, that's yeah. great. So, um,
1: yeah, so there you as, go. As a weed smoker, what what is your favorite conspiracy theory?
0: <clears throat> what is a good conspiracy theory? Uh, let's run through. What are the major ones that, that people go? Well, you got with? your well,
1: biggies like the moon landing. Yeah. Okay. So
0: moon landing. Kennedy and moon landing. It, If I ever wanted to be conspiratorial about the moon landing, this would be the one thing that I would be conspiratorial about. And uh, this is not me. There's an Australian radio television personality called Eddie Maguire and he believes that people landed on the moon. I need to point this out. He's only saying this as he goes, after years of working in radio and TV, the only thing that makes you suspicious about the moon landing is that the audio and video worked. Because, like, right. if, if you've ever worked in, like, you know... Like, any, like radio stations still now, the, the, it just doesn't work. Like, it just never fucking works. Like, no right. one's worked out how to make this shit work every time. And he goes, you know, that's the only thing that makes us suspicious is they got a, they got a good, clean line in, you know? <laughs> they didn't have to lap around the fucking moon 15 times to make sure that they're clean. Like, hang play. on. See if you can find a spot that's away from anything. Yeah. Just... The,
1: just play a pre-tape space mission for a bit, just to cover you.
0: <laughs> right, da, 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 da. we're just gonna wait around for a second, guys, while they do another lap.
1: So, so you believe? We believe you believe, I believe people, land on, people on the land on the you moon. You believe uh, that Paul no. McCartney is the same Paul McCartney he's always been.
0: Yeah, I do. I believe that. Um... Uh, the government planned 9 11, of course, as everyone believes. Oh
1: yeah, well that's obviously. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, I believe that 9 uh, 11 was Al Qaeda, and I don't believe that you know whatever ridiculous things you want to believe about that. Uh-huh. I don't think that vaccines cause autism. Um, what else is there? I don't think that Jay Z that- and Beyonce are lizard people.
1: Or that, or that they ha- they are the biological birth parents of the kid. That's one parent I heard recently. Oh really? I didn't realize that was even one when Lemonade came out. It got a little bit of a resurgence. Oh, but they are like Beyonce was never seen pregnant, and they go, "Well, she was. Yeah, well, they they used prosthetics. She didn't have the kid. She just there's no one in the hospital who who was witness to them having the child. I don't know, like,
0: I mean, for what purpose?
1: Because she wanted to have a baby, but she didn't want to ruin her figure, or she didn't, or or she wasn't able to. Have, I don't know. <laughs> like, what what purpose are any of these things?
0: I mean. T- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Now, well, I don't believe that one. That's a ridiculous conspiracy theory. Um, I don't think I really believe. I don't believe that the NBA is uh, rigged, like Dave Anthony believes. So the the, the, M- the NBA, the National Basketball. Uh, the, yeah, oh, the, I didn't realize that's yeah, one. <laughs> he believes it's rigged. Uh, so, In favor of whom? Uh in I don't know the big clubs, and he's got some whole story about it. But Perfect. I don't believe that.
1: Brilliant. Um, uh, they got a cure for cancer and/or AIDS. Oh, that they're sitting well, that
0: on. Ma- I mean, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, this kind of theory that but will they make so much from disease. You, you can't tell me that they wouldn't make so much from the cure for cancer.
1: Yeah, and also I don't think you don't realize who's working on these things. Like, it's not just, it's not just like ten people in, in Pfizer in right. the basement. Like, it's it's. Researchers in a university department. Same with the global warming one, where they go. That was one. We, I, I won't name him on him, but we we got a friend who's a mutual friend who's a great, very good comedian, very funny, uh, but disappeared down the wormhole of conspiracy theories. <laughs> and I just remember, like he was full on the the climate change conspiracy. And I know everything I know about his politics. He's very left wing. He's very anti corporation. He's very like, uh, pro-human, anti-the New World Order, and so on. And you go, like, if you're anti-climate change, you are currently siding with ExxonMobil and the Koch brothers against a university researcher on 50 grand a year.
0: I mean, the idea, our our deputy prime minister in Australia, so... Like our Deputy Prime Minister, not just some mate of ours who's into conspiracy theories, but our Deputy Prime Minister in Australia has said that he believes that climate change is a conspiracy uh, for for financial reasons by Brilliant. climate scientists and i'm like just to keep their job man well, they wouldn't
1: have a job like as if they wouldn't be doing other things well, <laughs> they wouldn't be another kind of scientist.
0: firstly like you're telling me that all because this is what firstly you've got to do you've got to get all the world's climate scientists well 97 percent of the world's climate scientists right you've got to get them all on the fucking same page to keep this conspiracy yeah together Now
1: A and all of their pupils, all of their grad students, all of Right.
0: Everyone who's involved in this has to like be on site in this conspiracy because they know at the end there's going to be such a great reward because governments will raise taxes and some of those taxes may trickle (laughs) Trickle down down. to climate science research. Now you're telling me that you've got all the best scientists in the world in a room. And the best plan that they can come up with. Like, you get one oh, sci- if we
1: can get this conspiracy to work. Oh, maybe Professor Sandals can buy a new Ultimate
0: Frisbee. We won't be <laughs> needing you today, James Bond. I think we can cover <laughs> off this... Uh, I mean, it's hardly your evil genius plan. You know, you'd think be better if you get, like, fucking uh, all the world's best scientists. You know, you get Stephen Hawking, you get... Um, Bill Nye, the science guy, and you get Beaker from the Muppets and the three big ones, and then <laughs> the, <three laughs>
1: the others will follow. And oh, you know, And Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: Oh, Neil know, deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. All, well, he'll be there. Yeah. He'll be there. He, he he's, can't stay
1: away, is it? Like, yeah, I mean, you put a camera somewhere, he'll be there. He'll
0: show up. He, yeah, he, you just say his name three times and he appears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, but you get all those guys in a room, and the best they're coming up with is the idea of slightly raising taxation and a yep. trickle down. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy when you even say those things out loud. If someone could keep a conspiracy like that, trust them to run the fucking world. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one else can keep that shit.
1: And all you're doing with that conspiracy is getting yourself an extra 20 grand in grant money for your research project.
0: Right. I'm more willing to believe the conspiracies that you can actually see are true. Like, you know, that our system is set up like to reward inequality and that there is yeah. a reinforcement literally built into the system that the reason that people lobby for, you yeah, know, the idea of private schools is private schools, you and know, the, reinforce. those things aren't
1: conspiracies. They're either are like not. Like the information is out there. That's the thing. There's so much stuff that is
0: actually there. Right. For the taking. That stuff is- that you can already go, oh, no, you know what? If you want something to be outraged about. Yeah. There's that thing that you can actually just read about in the paper. They're not trying to cover it up. Sometimes they're saying it like it's a good thing.
1: Like, the drugs companies, there's no way they are hiding a a cure, the secret cure for cancer or AIDS. or. There's no way that baking soda and or daisies are the real cure for cancer that they don't want you to know. But they really are uh, lobbying and collaborating to fix prices in a really horrible way. They're doing really shitty things. Um, I I tried to buy a new asthma inhaler just like a ventolin just the blue standard puffer that everyone has right because i get asthma like twice a year i get a cold and then three days later i'm wheezy and i need to use an asthma inhaler for two days um and the
0: weird thing is you actually turn into wheezy the rapper yeah yeah a little wine
1: yeah no i get yeah, yeah i get I get nights. wheezy what i mean i yeah. get i get yeah
0: yeah you get wheezy <laughs> just start talking about bitches you wear a grill
1: yeah and people think people really take it badly right <laughs> People really Because when I do that Obviously I don't have any of the You know Rhythm no, Or talent
0: You just start spitting misogyny
1: Yeah I'm just Horribly vile <laughs> Just
0: out of nowhere get him Out of puffer. nowhere Just get him a puffer <laughs> It's just I mean, this is, I mean it's a disease Don't
1: Yeah You can't mo- you, This is an affliction It's an affliction You are being ableist right yeah, now If you, know you ask what? me to be silent
0: You used to have NASMA, But now it's not like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, um, I, the last one I got was in England, and it, yeah. I just paid the normal prescription price. And in America, I'm sort of nav- still haven't fully understood how to navigate the weird health insurance system that they have, where uh, you, I pay for health insurance every month, but I still also have to pay money right. every time I go to the doctor and for medication, and there's fixed amounts for generic medication and non generics. Can be any amount of money. Um, so I went to get. I got a prescription from the doctor, and then I took it to the pharmacy, and they were like, "Yeah, it'll be fifty dollars." I was like, "Why? Why is there, is there no generic version?" And they looked up on the system and like, "No, there's no generic version of this drug." And I'm like, "How can that not? How can there not be a generic version for this no. drug? Because this is a drug that has been around for decades, and it's such a widespread." Everyone has everyone uses it, and I looked it up, and there aren't many articles about it. But the, uh, there was an article in Vice, and then it linked to another article that was more deep research. Here's why: so when the ban on CFCs uh, happened a while back, when they discovered that the the propellant in loads of aerosols was causing a deterioration in the green in the uh, ozone, ozone. ozone layer, yeah. uh, there were exceptions for certain things, including medication. Um... And that exception was removed three or four years ago. And when that exception was removed, they needed to change the way the propellant worked in this aspirin inhaler, which even though the medicine, even though the actual active ingredient was staying the same, the propellant was changing, which was enough for the drug company to repatent the, prope- the inhaler, which meant they kind of degenericized it And made it back to a brand name drug, which meant they could charge whatever they liked for this drug that millions of people use every day and need every day. And the reason that restriction was lifted was because the drug companies lobbied the government at great personal expense, knowing that they would recoup it back 20 fold. And that's just there. That's well ah, documented. Well, that
0: I mean, that that kind of shit is like there for the taking. And that's the thing that I'm like, you know, you don't need a conspiracy against Big Pharma that they're like that vaccines are causing autism or that they're hiding yeah. the cure for cancer. When there are so many examples of the problem with Big Pharma and the relentless, the but, idea. But then that- I
1: can kind of believe. I can kind of believe. I get why people then hear those stories and go like. I could believe I could honestly believe that drug companies knowing that they are able and willing to do that kind of vicious money grabbing utterly reprehensible shit that they would sit on a that they would sit on a cure for cancer but what I don't believe is that they would be able to, that they would yeah. be able to keep it secret. That's I think, where that falls through. But I, I couldn't more, believe I'm, that they I'm, could
0: do that. I'm more likely to believe that they would relentlessly exploit a cure for cancer. Right. Like, you know, that they would By price charging. it outrageously. And yeah. like, you know, make. there might be a cure for cancer, but it might be like a university education thing where you have to actually take out a $50,000 loan to get your, you know, 12-week, you know, blah, 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 or whatever it is that yeah. is this cure, you know, this miraculous cure for cancer thing. like. But the other thing is... This idea that we have allowed the monetization of health, like in that way, like it's a commodity. Sickness is one thing. Like, if I mean, it's, I guess it's a conversation about what we believe broader human rights are, but but like sickness is a thing that happens to everybody at some stage and randomly.
1: Food is a commodity. The fact that people trade corn and wheat on the on the stock exchange and yet and sometimes weird things happen and the price spikes or the pipe price crashes and it's just a commodity it's just like an abstract concept to them that they're using to juggle around fake like virtual money to make these companies grow but when they do that the actual countries that rely on those things get fucked right uh, but to them it's just this abstract concept fame um fandom is a commodity the fact that I don't know how you feel. I'm sure in Australia, you experience your tickets getting scalped. You experience uh, people buying your tickets just so that they could then sell them on the secondary market.
0: I mean, I doubt that happens for me, but I understand the concept of what you're but saying. Yeah, it, and it certainly uh, happens for concerts and stuff. Yeah,
1: for like bands and everything. And that makes me fucking furious. Because <sighs> then you just go, oh, you've turned this thing, which, it, which should be a lovely... That there's few nicer transactions, there's few lovelier exchanges of, of, of commerce than someone has produced art, someone else enjoys that art, and then they are handing money to the artist so that they can experience it in person. There's almost nothing nicer than that. I'm a fan of this musician, I'm going to pay money and see them perform. But because there's a desire, then that desire has a value... And when anything has a value, it can then be traded, and then that value goes up and down. And then you go... The the fact that the secondary ticket-selling websites are owned by the primary ticket-selling web right. websites now, so there's no interest in them. There's no desire in them to do things to stop people buying the tickets right. who aren't really fans. But, but, it's no- the,
0: but it's the ticket websites as well. This is the problem, because... If Radiohead wanted to, they could have priced their tickets at five hundred dollars each or whatever for their small run of gigs, and people would have paid Radiohead that money. But they're not paying Radiohead that money. Radiohead, yeah, po- yeah price the you know, tickets at Radiohead whatever. Get
1: their percentage of the thirty-five that it is <coughs> for right a ticket, and then it, you know, and then and then some fuck who's written an algorithm that buys fifty tickets the second it opens that cheats
0: right or. And th- and that's the thing that is offensive to me is that step of it. But also like with these ticketing companies, I mean, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, you're adding an extra nearly eight dollars onto every ticket just to use the ticketing system. Yeah, and it's... you're like,
1: how expensive is it to run this website? Right? <laughs> like, how how much is it really costing Ticketmaster? Because I don't think I don't think there's someone at Ticketmaster. Who looks at every online automatic web transaction and then hand paints a ticket?
0: And if you're telling me that, particularly in this day and age, where all people are doing is going on like the website and they, you know, if a thousand people a night are booking a ticket to the show and they download it themselves and print it off at home, yeah, or how just the show fuck, it
1: on the phone, and how, it how just the gets fuck scammed? do you need
0: eight bucks for each of those tickets? And that's not me bitching about the what I'm losing. It matters a little less to somebody like me because people are already spending a certain amount on a ticket. Yeah. But if you're a younger person, I like a third, a half of your show profit goes in that transaction fee. Yeah. And like <laughs> you like, know, for you're someone like, who fuck th- you, yeah, ticketmaster what? didn't put on the fucking festival. Like ticketmaster didn't write a show. Ticketmaster didn't. And the fucking... more
1: shit like that, the more I start thinking about that, the more I'm like, yeah, fuck it, fuck, they're all bastards. We should live in a <laughs> hole. Like suddenly you're like burning your credit cards and like hiding. I could see how people disappear down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Yeah, like, no, I totally get it. it.
0: And I mean, but that's not a conspiracy. That's what's happening currently. Yeah. And so you don't need to like look at that as being a conspiracy. You kind of can just look at that and go, well, th- that's actually just keeping your eyes open. Well, I, I guess that's what conspiracy people say. They're like, wake up, sheeple. Open your eyes, man. Open your eyes, man. <laughs> that's just what Big Pharma wants you to believe. Yeah. Which is, you know, and I mean, that- I get that. And I, I do get this idea of like, you know, the idea of the generic med- medicine industry or the way that these things are repackaged and repainted. and Like, if we could trust people to do things in the spirit of the concessions that they have, I understand that it costs a lot of money to research and develop, you know, uh, cures for diseases yeah. and all these sort of things. And that's,
1: uh, yeah, and so from that point of view, I don't begrudge drug companies making money. And, uh, and drug companies in general, in theory, are an amazing thing. Whole companies... Where millions and millions of dollars are spent developing, researching, and testing things that are going to stop my friend from dying of cancer. Amazing. Brilliant.
0: Right. And it should be that sort of thing, but unfortunately it's the relentless kind of... And then like, you just
1: go like, oh, and then it becomes this traded public stock market uh, traded company that has a relentless drive to make money for the...
0: I mean, investors. the problem with capitalism, like every single system, is it's a very handy system for expansion, but it's not a handy system for when you're established. Yeah. Like, this is the, the thing that we're seeing about capitalism. And people talk about these systems as if, like, there's always, like, a, if a system was handy for a time in, like, you look at the way that countries, like, you look at the way that <clears throat> countries evolve and when they become. Like, when they need to expand rapidly, the free market and free trade and all those sort of things start to come into it, and it can be a very handy thing. But then there's a point in your evolution as, like, a country and stuff where those same things, it's like introducing uh, cane, cane toads into Australia or rabbits or whatever to solve a fucking problem, but then the problem goes out of control.
1: Speaking of <coughs> I not haven't, I haven't seen you since uh, a very famous apology for bringing an animal into Australia.
0: Uh, okay, let's... Let's talk about this, but let's just pause for a second because I've run out of drink. And uh, if we're going to talk about this, I will need uh, uh, something else. Do it. And we're back uh, <clears throat> to, the, to the people at home. We went away, but we were away. Personally, yeah, we were. So I'd like to. I was just like that. emotionally away. I mean, that's well. Sometimes you just drift out and in. I've just noticed your drink. What are, you, what are you drinking there? That looks it's, like Bailey's. It, yeah, it does doesn't it? It looks like a giant, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a poured myself a goblet beaker of, of Baileys. Baileys. <laughs> yeah, that's how I like to drink my Baileys. I don't often drink Baileys, but when I drink it, I drink it by the beaker. <laughs> <Like> it- <laughs>
1: I have I have the thirst of five maiden
0: aunts. I, I will ha- I'm I might have a Bailey's today because often when I'm on the plane they will offer a Bailey's at night, like after dinner. And as I'm off to go go off to sleep, sometimes I will have a little Bailey's to you get do- me to sleep.
1: Apparently your flavour, your taste buds are changing actually changing the airbite air, like because of the low pressure and the tomato juice air.
0: tomato juice is the big one why yeah. tomato juice tastes so delicious in the air and pringles oh my god if oh, you I've ever never tried pringles if you air. ever want to enjoy a pringle because it's uh, partly it's the way that your uh, taste buds relate to salt in the air so things right. like tomato juice and like pringles particularly react very well yeah. to being up in the air yeah yeah and the other thing is just avoid toast I know it sounds like when the breakfast thing comes around that something on toast on a plane will taste like toast. It will not taste like toast. I don't think I've ever had toast on a oh, plane. Ah, toast on a plane. There, there's your Samuel L. Jackson movie. Get that <laughs> motherfucking toast off that motherfucking plane. I mean, it's it's duller, but actually more productive.
1: It is. It's much better advice. If they because get a, how often would you encounter a real snake on a plane? i got to be honest with you. Compared- I, would,
0: I would happy to have snakes on the plane if they also had a fucking toaster and made me some decent toast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put up with the fucking snakes. So what's wrong with plain toast? What does it do? Well, because I guess they don't have actual toasters. I don't know. Whatever it is, the way they prepare the toast, which I don't know. If you are someone who works on a plane and knows how they actually toast the toast on planes, let me know. But it never tastes like toast. It tastes like tastes like what toast would taste like in space, I reckon. Ah, okay. Feels like you've added a drop of water to it and it's just like turned into toast. Like ah. slightly warmed, sort of like I bet it's pre-toasted future-
1: and then warmed. At source.
0: You know what it really fi- – yeah, that's what I guess it is. And I feel like it's one of those things where um, it feels like in in a movie, like in a post-apocalyptic movie, when they just give you some sort of food product and that's all you get to eat for the day. Right. All the nutrients are in that, except that none of the nutrients are <laughs> in that. I, I keep seeing
1: that. these adverts for Soylent and various other things that are
0: – Oh, Yeah, I love that they've called it Soylent too. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, well, I guess you just embrace that.
1: Yeah. Full yeah. on yeah, with you? Crazy Bay Area techie disrupt. We're yeah.
0: disrupting food. I mean, it well, that's like- the thing now. They're just drinking sludge, nutrient sludge.
1: But I remember thinking that was a- when I was a kid. I remember the- all the sci fi things were like, oh, there'll be a pill that'll have all the food you need, and that's all you have to take is one tablet a day. Right. And then mm. realizing as an adult, no, food is nice. It's one of the great F- joys of actually life. actually, pre- t- even the time consuming
0: process of preparing food can be really enjoyable. Oh, absolutely! Like the idea of having a pill and that just being your whole shut up. Yeah. Now I want the opposite. I want a pill you can take after you've eaten food, so you can eat more food. Right.
1: Be like saying, oh, we've invented a tablet that turns you from being aroused to no longer needing sex. <laughs> like, right. just like it just gets rid of that.
0: Like, it cuts out all that messy middle oh, well, process. Once a just... day, you take a pill and all your jizz just comes out. Yeah, you're just done. It's just, you're, you're like, you feel sated. You take a pill, you stand over a toilet, and you're yeah, done for no, a week. There's none of this. Once a week. Once a week, you just. <laughs> just milk it. <laughs> you have to give it one shake to get going, but after that, it takes care of itself. It yeah. all just comes out. <laughs> That's... Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we were talking apologies. That's where we left off. We
1: were talking, yeah, about. Uh, By the way, the Johnny Dog. I think this the um, Depp dog.
0: Gareth and I, Gareth Reynolds and I, uh, also spoke about this thing, and I think it's on next week's episode because this will actually become beforehand. Okay, but just for the audience when they hear next week's so and they're like,
1: well, why don't we? I don't think we need to necessarily cover no, it again. I don't, no,
0: I'm happy to talk I mean, about it. It's been it, relatively well. Well, this is, we're talking, of course, of uh, Jonathan Depp. I believe he's – I guess his name is Jonathan. I don't know Johnny John Depp. He's not John Depp, is he? No. He's always been Johnny Depp.
1: Well, maybe, he's never know. tried to
0: transition, has he? He's never been Jonathan Depp or John Depp.
1: Jona- Jonathan. What else could John be short for?
0: John. J- John with you. Maybe John is the last bit. Maybe it's like baby John. Johnny M, Baby John. Oh, yeah. Depp or like uh, uh, Long John Depp. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's John John. Maybe he's JJ Depp. I don't know. Here's the thing. I've got a computer just over here and I can look it I
1: don't up. think we should know. Well, I mean, I understand what
0: you're saying. It's kind of nice to live in a world where, you know, you can just guess at these things or live without actually knowing. Uh, here's a theory. What do you think about this as a theory? Uh-huh. Um, we live in a world now where bec- exactly what we're doing right now, is you don't have to say, I don't know anymore. You know, in the old days, you would have like a conversation about something and if you did not know the answer, at the end, you would actually have to agree. Right. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think the role of like our easy access to information now has played in this? Like, because A, I think in the confidence of people, because no one ever admits they don't know anything anymore, because partly because you don't, not know anything anymore. You have access to this thing. But, but then, also in what we were talking about before, which is this idea of people suddenly believing that they do know things. I think that might be they... the
1: problem. We have so much information now right. that people feel like, people feel like they're an expert on a lot of things that they're Instant not expert on. And what are you we drinking, by have... the way? What is that? Is that just coffee? Is oh, yeah, that iced coffee. coffee? It's okay, ice cool. coffee. All right. I just wanted to get yeah. to the bottom of Sorry.
0: That. No, that's a fair point. That would have been a cliffhanger. I just people didn't like, want the listeners to a be whole like, what
1: could he be drinking that looks like Bailey's, but...
0: Yeah, no, it's uh it's ice coffee. It's um uh Johnny Depp. Okay, here we go. Uh John. So not, not Jonathan, I don't think. Oh here we go. Hang on, let's go to Wikipedia because that's always the best place for these sort of things. John, so no not not sh- short for anything. Johnny is uh, an extension. He is John Christopher Depp II. Did you know that? I didn't yeah. know you I didn't know he was a sequel. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. He is a sequel guy. He's an American actor, producer, and musician. Yeah, so there you go. So, J.C. Depp. J.C. Depp 2. Johnny Depp the second. Huh. Um, all right. So, he uh, and his wife, Amber Heard... They, they brought a dog to Australia Two dogs, Pistol and Boo They're two dogs And they, you're not allowed to bring your dogs to Australia Well, you can, but you have, they have to go through quarantine Because we don't have some diseases like rabies That uh, other people have right. So that we protect Australia from these diseases
1: Now, here's what's interesting anyway They would quarantine the dog But not Johnny Depp Who, to my mind, is just as likely to have rabies I
0: mean, riddled I mean, here's the thing about Johnny Depp that a lot of people don't know. He has horse herpes. Right. Have you ever seen him bowl? Right. (laughs) Never seen him bowl. I mean, like literally- Why is he never bowling in any of his movies? You know that walk he does in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, yeah? General warts. Yeah, that's how he got that look. And and he was actually apparently copying Keith Richards' genital warts. He is actually the guy who gave koalas chlamydia. Really? A lot of people don't know that, but that's where it started. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I agree with you, but Johnny Depp was allowed to come into the country
1: is is koala chlamydia the same as human chlamydia like can you catch
0: could, could a human who's
1: sufficiently reckless catch chlamydia from a koala
0: well i mean here's the first thing i don 't think you would have to be that reckless because they are adorable so yeah, I but mean almost Okay. And I,
1: I'd almost I would never normally say this about an animal, but I think koalas might be too adorable to fuck.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. I hear what you're saying. They've got like vicious little uh, claws, though.
1: Okay. I'm back in.
0: Okay. So the good news is I didn't it even turned have, on again. I didn't even have to finish my Google search <laughs> before g- it came up because <laughs> you put can koalas it,
1: it, g and it's like give it, humans chlamydia. This is what
0: one? I got. Can human? So this is what I typed. Can humans get? And then I typed K-O and uh, can humans get koala chlamydia came up. (laughs) That's all I needed to get. What else else could it be? Can
1: humans get Kofi Annan's phone number? Like what else could that be? Let's see
0: what the other ones are. If I just type that back in. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, Very
1: few words begin K-O that might be...
0: (laughs) <laughs> These are the two that came up. Can humans get koala chlamydia? That's your top answer if this was Family Feud. Right. Right? We asked Google <laughs> and the second one, can humans get koi herpes?
1: <laughs> koi! K-O-Y. K-O-I. K-O-I, rather. Like yeah. the novelty, like the fish, the like fish. the decorative carp. So it's,
0: so it's a guy who's fucked a koala and a guy who's fucked a fish. have <laughs> got on <onto> Google.
1: <laughs> what else begins K-O? I can't think of, I can almost think of no.
0: <laughs> but you know what the great thing about this is also? Can humans get koala chlamydia? These two come up. So if you're a guy who's like, I fucked a koala and I feel, I'm feeling really terrible yeah. about it. You're like, I better Google it. Then you go. Oh, hang on, you know what? There's another guy who's worse than me. That guy is <laughs> fucking his fish.
1: Meanwhile, Koi guy's going, well, at least I haven't got the koala chlamydia.
0: Okay. Can humans get koala chlamydia? Um uh, all right. Let's see. Um The koala is unique to Australia. Yep, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. Numbers are plummeting and survival of koalas is under threat. Ooh. One of the reasons is the sexually transmitted disease, chlamydia. Uh, One of the most common places to find koala in Australia these days is in the hospital, about 50 miles north of... Okay, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, the problem is, like koalas, too lazy to buy condoms. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And plus, you know what the thing is? They have those claws and it's really hard to put a condom on. It's It's always put a hole in there. That's the problem. Um, All right. Uh, In people, chlamydia is a common sexually transmitted disease. A different strain infects koalas, but it too can be spread sexually and it's causing a devastating epidemic. Okay, yeah, but it doesn't say to humans or not. Um, Chlamydia affects male and female koalas and the little ones called joeys. Uh, It causes blindness and infertility in koalas and can be fatal. And embarrassment. Don't forget, it causes embarrassment. Uh, Because
1: the koala has to then go around and tell all the other koalas Well,
0: yeah, that's the thing You have to, I mean, yeah Uh, But as in humans, the disease is treatable with antibiotics Okay, but it takes a couple of months So you have to, all right, okay All right, uh, it doesn't really say here Whether you can get it from, okay So let's, we'll have to search another one Um, All right, here we go uh, apparently, the koala population is threatened by a terrible and widespread outbreak of chlamydia, and it can be spread to humans. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So you can get you can get chlamydia off a koala. Wow. Yeah. All right. No. Oh, if an infected koala urinates on a person, well, they can. Uh, get that yeah okay so if you get a golden shower from a koala that's that's where that's where your problem might go you might get koala um,
1: can we wrap this episode up quickly <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do you have koala? Video? No, no, no. Just, koala I just video? suddenly got
1: a text from someone yeah. that said, "I need, just need to like business." <laughs> I just need to call I my bus- business. I need to call a businessman. You need about, to call your business about, about business. Yeah,
0: about business deals. Just it says some
1: some. It said like urgent trade urgent business trade
0: businesses.
1: I'd show you the text, but there's like important yeah, business no, no, information I in there. It's I encrypted. Yeah. Okay, now um, I,
0: uh, are you gonna answer yeah. the carp question? Well, I mean, we have got it now, you can't right? can't Koi herpes. Uh, can humans get koi herpes? All right uh it
1: does. Make, it doesn't make it sound like c o y koi like like koi herpes like
0: <laughs> well, a little bit of herpes. I mean that's the nicest type of herpes to have, I imagine uh all right, koi herpes uh, is a highly contagious virus that causes significant morbidity and mortality in common carp all right um okay, yep. Yeah what is it Yep, got that what are the signs do fish get infected how do i know if my fish have it is there a treatment for it nope no treatment for it uh how can it be prevented yep okay it doesn't seem that humans can get it can humans here we go there is no zoonotic concern. Zoonotic means being able to be transferred from animals to humans. Is oh, okay. that what it means? I did not know that word. No, I'm saying it doesn't. Well, I was asking you. You have a fucking science podcast. <laughs> Come on. Zoonotic. Let's look for the zoonotic definition. A zoonotic disease is a disease that can be passed between animals and humans. Look at me. Fucking, I've learned things from watching shitty TV shows about animals and humans. Um, yeah. So, no, you can't. You can fuck your fish okay cool and uh don't worry about it so there you uh, go don't, my uh, business don't, my business meeting's being postponed for a bit i get the message of this is that you know fuck your fish to as much as you want but um what happens in the tank stays in the tank but right. do not get pissed on by a koala so that's yeah there you go you tell me not to but right like when you're in the moment well i mean not every koala has herpes that's true Climidia. i'm a chlamydia sorry. yeah Some have herpes too. One (laughs) fucked a horse. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm just feeling for those little pageant girls who now have to ride a fake
0: fish around the lake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they come to Australia, we hand them like a stick with a koala's head on it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just pose for a photo with this. This is what we're doing now. We've replaced the animals because it's Australia, so it's actually a real koala's head. Yeah, in fact, in fact, that's what we did with Johnny Depp's dogs. We just gave him back two sticks yeah. with Pistol and Boo's heads well, on wasn't them.
1: wasn't that basically? That what was we were they had do? to smuggle.
0: They had to get the dog out of the country because there were. Uh, so Barnaby Joyce who is our deputy Prime minister who was the same guy who thinks that climate change is a conspiracy was going was oh, he the same yeah, guy? same guy because
1: he got brought up on our show and I didn't realize he was that he was also yeah,
0: that guy uh he he was gonna murder him right yeah he threatened to euthanize the dogs right and then there was like there was she could have gone to prison for like up to 10 years or something ridiculous so I mean not something ridiculous but like you know I presume so that's why they had to make that apology video
1: I presume that apology video was recorded from america like oh they, yeah i don't think I, I would have thought they're not setting foot in australia until they know they're safe from prosecution
0: i mean yeah i guess that's why i mean they had to fix it up because he's shooting a fucking movie there oh is he yeah pirates of the caribbean five i didn't know he shoots in australia yeah that's why they were coming to Australia. That's why she was bringing the dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's off making his fucking pirate movie. But it is. I mean, the greatest thing about but he's it is a pirate. Is, Pirates do these kind of things. This whole thing. I, I mean, of course. Like yeah. you're smuggling in his booty, in his booty bag. <laughs> um, no, I, I. He. It's it's added to the lexicon of popular culture in a way, this incident that is beautiful now. That video to me is just one of the great moments of like two actors it, doing the worst performance and the most unconvincing. I was like, our country blackmailed. Like, yeah. Johnny Depp tried to bring his dogs in <laughs> and looked, our country it made It like a hostage video. That's what it is. It, I mean, we made Johnny Depp make a hostage video about not bringing dogs my in. My captors have there. treated
1: me with kindness. And once the West finishes their relentless campaign of, like, it, it took me until halfway through the video to realize that what it was actually meant to be was a public awareness campaign right. to not bring your animals to Australia. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. That's what it was meant to be. That's what it's meant to be. It's, it's meant it's, to be like, all right, you've done a bad thing, so use your fame and acting skills to prevent other people from doing the same thing you did by making a PSA. You are making an advert, a public safety information film. And we won't send your wife to prison.
0: Yeah. That was basically what they told them. They said, make this thing and we won't send your wife to prison and we won't kill your dogs. And so they made it. However... And now it exists.
1: I I would wager that that video is probably making more people aware... Of the dangers of taking an animal to Australia, than any well acted and well performed. They could not have done a better VSA. job for
0: Australia. Like you, we've a black popular one of, actor Johnny Depp, one of the biggest stars in the world. To like the one of the lowest biggest point actors. in his life, you've
1: made him look like and he's internet in shackles. Memes. You've turned him into just looking like... Like, it looked like they were about to get beheaded. Like, yeah. it looked like... A, I wouldn't be surprised if at any point a hooded man appeared behind them with a machete.
0: And what I'm saying is, watch your game, Affleck. You're on our fucking list. <laughs> Australia, sorting shit out. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's one of the craziest stories. I loved it so much. There was just so much about it that it was just like, we were gonna murder... I, I just...
1: I and a man, a, <laughs> a man with a ridiculous, man with a ridiculous name, w- wanted to murder dogs with even more ridiculous name. Barnaby, Barney
0: versus Boo Boo. Uh, Barney Boo, Boo and Pistol, Pistol and Boo, Pistol P- and Boo are the dogs. Pist- Barnaby
1: Pistol and Boo sounds like, <laughs> like that I sounds mean, like a kids' TV show. It
0: does, and Pistol, and, yes.
1: So it, with it, Barney, with Barnaby Pistol and Boo,
0: I wanted them to. I want to know if you believe in that idea of like, you know, that like sci-fi version of quantum theory that, you know, well, yeah, there are different universes where similar things are playing themselves The many worlds theory. Yeah, the many worlds theory.
1: By the way, first posited by the father of the lead singer of the Eels.
0: Is that right? Yep. E from the Eels? Yeah. His dad?
1: His dad. D? So Mark Everett is his name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, and yeah, and H- Hugh Everett, I believe is his name, was a renowned physicist and he was the one who first came up with that theory, the many worlds.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd like, like to know what happened in the world where the Deputy Prime Minister of Australia murdered popular actor Johnny Depp's dogs. <laughs> and
1: I would like to Can think you imagine it with what, his bare hands. Right. <laughs> like, looking, looking the camera straight down the lens. Like, <laughs> just choked each one, one by one. <laughs> until
0: Australia, last. don't fuck with us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then just throws it into a furnace and then and then washes his hands still never breaking never breaking eye contact <laughs> and then and then strips off the clothes he was wearing that are now also contaminated and throws them into a furnace <laughs> <laughs> and then just takes a chemical shower still never breaking eye contact and then just walks off camera slowly slowly
0: slowly <laughs> Still keeping eye contact. Yeah. That's the thing that I love. Just total <laughs> eye contact at all times. All right. You hear that? All right, Matt, we can finish up. We're, we're, we're at the end of the podcast. Uh, what are you up to? Where can people find you? This is going to go out, well, hopefully, I guess, like a week from today, I would well, say. Well,
1: um, mostly in you know, LA. Like, you can listen to Probably Science, which I know a lot of your listeners have found, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, uh gigs coming up well in fact you're now going to be doing uh joke thieves with us at meltdown on the 19th of may so explain
0: to people at home because i think this is something that people might be interested in yeah that is
1: a format created by my friend will and uh not me no do you mind that i know other wills this is 2l this is 2l Will. so it's okay i'm
0: happy to see other l you're my only single yeah and here's the thing i just want to be 1l will yeah, that's I'm fine with that. But like, and if, if you have another wheel, three L's, he has to put in an extra L. I think. Yeah, or,
1: or just two L's, and just because most of the other wheels I know are cool with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah okay, cool, all right, okay, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Well, I guess they would be. I yeah. mean, it's generic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you don't most, really need to guard it. Most wheels are chill. Yeah, chill, up. Chill. chill chill, chill with one L. You spell chill with one L. Yeah, it's an unnecessary. Here's the thing. I mean, again, it's a topic that's come up before.
1: Bear in mind, but, by the way, before you say something that I am a two. I'm a two T Matt.
0: Yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, be what you want to be, man. I'm, I don't have a problem with it. All right. How do you spell Matt? Like as in doormat, that's one T, right? That's a one T. Okay, no, well, I'm happy with... No, so this is, goes partly to my theory, which is will is a word. Will is like a legally binding document that it divides your assets after death or it's like a, you know, I will do this or I will. Yeah. You know, I'm or will. Verb to will yeah. something into existence. I'm the name will, which has one L, and you are the name Matt as opposed to a mat, like, you know, a doormat or, you know, something right. like that. You are the name Matt. That works for me. Uh, the other thing is, why doesn't anyone have a fucking problem with 1L fills? That's the one that bothers me, right? Because, like, the fill, like, fill is more commonly with 1L. Right. Right? But everyone has a problem with fucking 1L wills, but no one has a problem with 1L fills.
1: Will isn't a word in its own right, or fill, rather, isn't a word in its own
0: right spelled with the PH. No, I understand that. But why do... But why do you think that the name has to be the same? Like, I mean, it's not like all other names are also words. Are, are you, like, are why, you, are so, why are people such a stickler Are you, are for you the... a William? Yeah, I'm a William.
1: And is William with one L or two in your passport? With two. Okay.
0: Just just interested. Well, yeah, but, but what does that leave over? Like, if I, if I leave over the other... By the very nature of shortening your name, you are well, generally, taking away letters... Like, I mean, that's the idea of shortening your name. Just hoping... <laughs> like, you're going... So, the rule doesn't just apply... Just hoping no, no one
1: notices that Philip is two L's. Let's right. just Let's just move on.
0: So, no, uh, but also the point of that is, like, by shortening your name, you are, both by their nature, removing letters, but you're, is it the problem that you're sacrificing two letters that are the same? Because I would argue that if I split the name William, I get Will and Liam, which are two separate names, whereas if I leave the one L on Will, now I've got Will and Ium. So that's useless to me, but a Liam is useless to me. I've got a whole separate fucking name there. I've got a spare name up my sleeve, which is the other half of my pre-existing name. That is actually useful if you're ever somewhere where people are short of names. Right, or just if if there's another William Anderson there, I could be like if he wants to be Will Anderson, I could be I could be Liam Anderson. No, that is handy. That is the other half of my name, technically. Uh,
1: Were you ever a Liam?
0: Maybe if I run out of Will puns for shows, I could be Liam from going like going forward and just redo it all, but with Liam in puns, it's it's probably harder. It would be harder to come up with stuff. But I mean, it's still it's half of my name that I haven't used for all my life, and it's there for me to use if at any stage it's fresh, it's ready to go. No, that's great.
1: That's really smart.
0: Yeah, you've just got You're Hugh. So- Hugh. Oh, actually, Hugh's okay, right?
1: Well, except H E W, like like.
0: But Hugh's okay. Yeah. Hugh be a Hugh.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: miss. It's spelt differently, but Hugh. That- Hugh's okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
1: Um, Hugh Kirsten. So, joke thieves, which is the show. Uh, <laughs> You're done with this, Rip. <laughs>
0: the- <laughs> I've got another forty-five on this. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually, if you just bring that to bring that to Melbourne next year, is the world's dullest. Like what? really odd like is it i think it's art was it art
0: it's just crowd work and i keep going out to people what's your name and they're like john and i'm like well i'm gonna call you a thon yeah like it's only doesn't work for people who have
1: own? <laughs> um
0: okay alas
1: so that the idea of the show is yes. uh a group of comics and in the first half you do your own set and in the second half you swap sets with someone else. So you do what you remember of their set and they do what they remember of yours. How long is this? Mean, like seven minutes or okay, six seven minutes. Sure. So. so And it ends up being funny because people only half remember it and people do impressions of what it is that they did. Some people set traps for their set partner in the second half by doing things that they know that the other person doesn't have the skill set for
0: oh god that i hope somebody doesn't do that to me because i have no skill set such
1: as accents or yeah,
0: rapping music anything yeah nothing yeah i have no skill set i definitely can't do accents perfect uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i shouldn't have said that out loud right yeah
1: see so if you end up sort of paired with eliza skinner who flawlessly uh, improvises yeah. Fuck hip-hop
0: yeah she's too good
1: um so that's the show, and it's really fun, and that's a, that's a meltdown. So That's something I'll be doing. And then I'm going to be in Europe for a few weeks in June.
0: Oh, okay, nice. Well, well, do, do, do anywhere in particular? I'm going to be, be back playing? at Glastonbury. So okay. anyone
1: who's at Glastonbury you can find
0: me on various days. Who are the big bands that are playing Glastonbury this year, do you know? Who's the, your kind of big signings? There's always a couple of...
1: Well, the three, as it happens, the three main headliners are... People I'm less enthused about seeing, okay. but then like the immediately below them people on the poster are uh, suddenly there's like a whole run of people that are people that I would like to see. Who are
0: the three ones that you're not enthused to uh, see?
1: The three bit, the three men headliners are Muse, Coldplay, and Adele.
0: Oh, okay, sure.
1: Uh, Adele, I'll probably go and check out some of because I think she's yeah. You know,
0: yeah, I reckon that'd be pretty good to I, see. I, I, yeah, but and the, uh, Muse are a good band live. They
1: are a good band, but I've seen Muse live and I did. Yeah. They're, they're you fine. get the gist of it. They're fine. Yeah. There's not music that particularly does it for me. Good for them. I I don't begrudge their fan their success in any way, but yeah. Uh and Disco. You cold are play. not amused. I'm not a very good. <laughs> <laughs> I might might have to put that on a t-shirt and sell it at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, oh uh, this band leaves me cold play. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, just like zing disc t-shirts. <laughs> that actually wouldn't be a bad business, probably.
1: I bet you anything we are not amused would sell in decent numbers. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, also, there are people who I think bring t-shirt printing presses to Glastonbury just in case. Uh, so for example, the news of Michael Jackson's death broke. Oh, right. During the festival uh, several years ago. And... That broke on I think the Thursday or Friday night it happened and by by Saturday people were selling Jackson 4 t shirts. I'm like someone was like, All right they probably, like, saw the meme go up on the internet, thought, I'm having that,
0: and then... I also like to think that there was, like, at least one person, like, the person who's, like, brought the, you know, the t-shirt printing thing, like, is at least having a fight with somebody else going to see. I told you it was worth yeah. fucking packing this shit. Like, no. you were like, oh, we don't need the extra room for the sleeping bags. Well, who's fucking laughing now?
1: Exactly. Now, whether, now whether they were printing on site or whether they were printing just off-site and then driving them in, I don't know. But definitely people are prepared... There are opportunistic novelty clothiers.
0: I can imagine like setting up a little stall where I can like essentially come up, come up and tell tell us the band that you don't like, and I've I've got a zinger t shirt for
1: yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> just I've got them all. Yeah. No, name a band. Got name it. a band. And yeah, uh, uh, more like LCD shit system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't it be uh, LCD sound shit system? <laughs> oh, you're good. <laughs>
1: All right, I'll cut you in at twenty percent.
0: <laughs> uh, this one just says goodbye. You wear it during Adele. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right, so people can find you uh, at yeah. Glastonbury uh, and various UK
1: gigs, and then Greece as well. I'm playing Greece for the first time. I don't know if the you the have musical?
0: a musical. Who are you? Yeah, playing?
1: I'm going to be. I'm going to be playing Greece the one musical. One of the
0: pink ladies. I'm just going to do stand up. All oh, right, in the middle of. Grace the musical. Just it's to, not like,
1: actually been worked out with any of the performers of the production, but I've I've got a ticket and it's near the front and I reckon I can probably get up there and get a few good bits off before they wrestle me to the ground. So that's something I'm gonna be doing. That'll be a first. <laughs> I tried to do Hamilton, but it's impossible. Oh, it's, just impossible. it's impossible. You can't you can't get in.
0: You can't get in um uh yeah. i would love to see hamilton though like it does every single thing that i ever see that is something from it or some like thing i it's, can't
1: i don't i can't see what the appeal will be i don't i mean everyone everyone raves about it
0: it's like one of those things where I go. i'm but, sure it's great well but no but like I, it's one of those things where i'm like i every time i see like the dude from it do something or whatever i'm like Oh, yeah. No, I reckon this. I can see why people are losing their minds about this. I would like to really? see it. Yep. If anyone has tickets and <laughs> wants to take me. Uh,
1: uh, uh, okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm yes. going to be getting in Greece for the first time. There's a festival there. and doing set list in Greece as well.
0: Oh, so really? With Greek
1: comedians. I don't know how that's going to work out, but we, I think we knew the first bilingual set list. Oh. And I'm doing my solo show. I'm doing it in Athens and... I can't remember the name of the other city. It begins with a T and it's Greece's second biggest city and I'm a terrible person for not knowing it.
0: I Well, I don't know yeah. either off the top of my head. So. Uh, Although this is not my strength. Uh, look up Greece's second biggest city. I am. I know that uh, Melbourne, Australia, has the second biggest Greek population outside Athens. Uh, there's a little interesting Greek fact for you. I knew there were a lot uh, of Greek people in Melbourne. Yeah, second largest outside Athens. Uh, second biggest... Greek city, you said, right? Yeah. Second biggest Greek city. Uh, oh, Thess- Thessaloniki? Thess- 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 Thessaloniki, I believe Thess- it is. Thessaloniki? Yeah. Yeah. There you With about... But then... Uh, oh, Melbourne. There you go. Melbourne, Australia is a sister city to Thessaloniki. That makes sense. Yeah. Greece's second largest city. There you go. Look at that. Uh, all right. Uh, I, uh, when you hear this, will be oh, so I, I, tonight is the last night of the tour, really, to be honest. So, uh, I'm in Perth tonight. There may or may not be tickets still available to that. I do not know, but, uh, if so, oh, you know what, maybe I'll put it out a day or two before. And um, uh, so Wednesday, Thursday and Friday of uh, May 3rd, 4th and 5th or whatever that is, uh, I am in Perth and that is the last little bit of the uh, Fire at Will tour. So uh, if you are in Perth, it's it's early for me to be in Perth uh, this year. Um, I know I was only just there in October with last year's show, but um uh, Perth Comedy Festival is on and I'm going to be doing my Perth shows during the Perth Comedy Festival from now on so uh, I'll be doing these shows and then I'll be back again uh, this time next year so come out and see that if you like this podcast or if you like my other podcast TOFOP or Charlie and my footy podcast Two Guys One Cup or if you like Willosophy um, you can support those by going to the TOFOP Patreon page dot Patreon, patreon.com slash Toe fop, that'd be really cool. Uh, okay, I um, thank you, Matthew. I appreciate you being. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>